Let's just hope that the snow does not impact uh, this recording tonight. Nonetheless, ladies and gentlemen, it is furries and football. Once again, Manny Jones here with another great tale of football and, well, you know, your favorite furries. I'm, of course, Manny. I am joined, of course, by Mr. Zeus Pegasus himself. Zeus, you staying cozy over there in Florida, buddy? All right. I feel good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'd say so. Um, it was storming a lot yesterday. There's a whole arena of storms. Uh, down here, um, outside morning. Hey. Love to hear. Let's hope things stay good. We got a lot to get into the national championship week 18. We're going to talk about the fired coaches, including one that was just just to move into an advisory role as we go live later on. A look at wildcard and the final pickup. Uh, let's jump first right into the college of football scene, uh, Zeus. Uh, overall, I watched this game Monday night. Uh, pretty darn good game, I will say. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately for us, we, who was, we were really hoping for Washington. I, I pick based on the mascot, of course, and it was not Washington's night. Washington uh, fell to the Huskies in the national championship game. It was not their, it was not their hour. Simply put, it was, it was not their hour. The Michigan defense played amazing uh, in that contest as they get their first national title. Since 1997. Man, I was only seven at that time. That's mm. crazy. I wasn't even born yet. So, nonetheless, uh, I think, I mean, I think it, it was, I think the thing is, you know, Washington had the momentum going that second half, and I think the Michigan defense just took over by then. We can talk about, you know, the bad calls that were, were definitely went a lot of the Michigan's way, but um, nonetheless, Washington joins the Big Ten next year, and these two will have a rematch in conference play next year. So that'll be great. The thing is, though, that some people have suggested is that this title, Zeus, I think you know what I'm about to bring up, is somewhat tainted because of the scandal that involves a now-fired staffer at Michigan, Connor Stallions. Now, do you... The NCAA is still investigating, but do you think that with the allegations that were against Michigan, that this taints their national title a little bit. Well, I mean, if they get more conclusive evidence mm -hmm. and they get um, someone um, truly punished, maybe behind bars or something, then yeah, I would say so. Um, although, I mean, especially with their reactions, like a lot of the coaches, um, they were like being super notional, like no one believed in it. And it's like, Mm -hmm. I'm really tired of that narrative because they're still blue blood, and the fact that they won a national championship this year is not too surprising. Yeah. Um, but hey, um, they were definitely the best defense in the country when it mattered. Um, their running game was dominant. Very good. And they took down, um, and always pesky Nick Saban. Like, um, say what you will about Saban not being in his prime, but he's always going to have the best recruits. He's still the mad genius over there. So, um, it was quite the impressive run. Uh, to reach the title, so I'll give them their due. Congrats. Um, but honestly, I'd be shocked if later down the line this national championship would be revoked. But I, I, I don't know. I don't think we'll get to that point. Yeah. But certainly, um, it will be, it will be a season with a small asterisk next to it. And whether you want to put most of the success on Harbaugh or the players, I'm just gonna be like, I'm just gonna give it to the players and the other coaching staff, and not less on Harbaugh. Mm -hmm. 
that's just me, but I think that's warranted considering the controversy. No, I can understand that. And, you know, this wouldn't be the first time the NCAA has stepped in and, you know, vacated a title. I believe USC's was vacated back in 2004 due to uh, Reggie Bush. You know, if we, if we were being honest, he would have been totally fine in today's college football. I think the last national title in general that they, they vacated was the Louisville uh, NCAA basketball champs that they had due to ineligible players. Nonetheless, I think we'll have to wait and see really just what what ends up happening with this Zeus. And I think I think personally, the only way I say that that you would see them vacate this chip would be if they found evidence this year that they were doing, that they were doing in person scouting. I think that would that would have to be the big thing is is if during this season did you do this now this could be, they could be innocent for all we know uh the thing the main thing that will be is if harbaugh knew about it that, like you know i think the players definitely are there but then the question will be the players are not to blame i think for the most part i think it'll be a thing of hey was did harbaugh know about it that's going to be the big thing the NCAA is going to look at and we'll have to wait and see uh, one thing that that defense did, though, I'll tell you this, they really limited Michael Penix Jr., who, you know, he did his best, and he's going to be a top quarterback uh, prospect next year. I don't think one game's going to damp like a game like that's going to damage his career, Zeus. I mean, if you look at his numbers, like he was an Indiana quarterback, uh, played decently in the Big Ten, went to the Pac-12, and became really darn good. So I personally think, man, that there's a he's a quarterback to look out for next year. We don't usually see a lot of left left-handed quarterbacks. We got Tua Tagovailoa on your Dolphins, of course. But you know, you look back, you got Steve Young, Mike Vick. I don't care if Randall was a left-handed QB, but I think you got some good talent there in Michael Penix. Despite the rough game, I still think Penix got. There's a lot of QB needy teams. Zeus, he could That's be right. one. He could be one that goes in the first round. Yeah, yeah. I think this is more of a testament of Michigan's defense. And um, I think on NFL roster with even more talent around him, um, and he's a big guy too. So just give him a good defense, just give him um, enough weapons and time to develop, and he'll absolutely be a stud. In the NFL. I mean, he's a six, he's a big guy, six three, two thirteen. Um, so he he certainly can impose his will, and I think he's mobile enough to um, absolutely um, kind of play in a in a vein mm-hmm. like Josh Allen away. He's definitely yeah. got a great arm, and um, his accuracy is not bad. Like sixty-five percent the past two Pretty years. Pretty good. Act over forty-six hundred yards in the past past two seasons. Thirty-plus touchdowns, interceptions around the ten range, which is pretty good. So may not be the best QB prospect, but certainly um, I'd say a top three or top four prospect right now. I'll tell you what, like this QB I, class next year, like not just Penix Zeus, the whole QB class. Yeah, Daniels. And Bo Nix, Bo Nix, yeah. I I love this. And hey, I mean, there's a lot of good quarterbacks, and I I'm excited to see where these guys end up. And I you know I like the stories of Phoenix and Bo Nix. They both they had their moments, but didn't look too crazy good. They go to a Pac-12 team and they just ball, and it's cool to see. Like, it, it, and that's I think sometimes I guess maybe the intrigue of the like what the transfer portal can do to some guys. Some guys just dominate. They don't look too good in one on one area. Maybe they're just not there, and then they go somewhere else, and they find their their better fit there, and they get a shot. So, 
I'm excited though. I'm gonna miss college. I miss college football already, Zeus. I I miss I miss college football already, <laughs> Zeus. You, I miss, This is my. I love college football, man. I have to wait again to not. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, man. it's a brutal wait. It's basically another seven and a half months before we enjoy this again. Oh, but there's but, a there's a there's a good thing though. What's up? Oh, <laughs> we'll have one more. And I mean, just one more, one more uh, game, a college football game, if you will. Zeus, have you ever heard about the Ivy League All-Stars? No, I haven't heard. Ah, okay. So the Ivy League is Zeus in football. They ne- I'll bring this up really quickly, but the Ivy League in football, they do not go to the FCS playoffs because they, they're, you know, they're, they're the Ivy League, Harvard, your Harvard, your Cornells, your Yale. Well, they have the Dream Japan Bowl in Japan. Oh. They play Japanese college football players. Whoa. And they did this last year. And this wasn't a big deal, but people watched the game and said, hey, wait a minute. The college players from the Japanese National Football Association, they could actually play. <laughs> so. Damn. It's going to be fun to see what happens next with that. I'm going to miss college no matter what, but there's one more college football game that we can enjoy. It's going to be pretty late, though, so unless you're a late-night boyo, you'll be waiting up for that. Zeus, we got to talk the NFL, man. And We uh, sure do. Uh, it's the playoffs, but we got to recap. Pittsburgh! What, what, what is the... I, I, Zeus, if you had told me three weeks prior Hey Manny, your team's gonna win three straight, and with 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 with, with freaking with, with 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 Mason Rudolph, and they're gonna make the playoffs somehow. What? 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 Legitimate playoffs? Play? <laughs> you kidding me? Talk about playoffs? Playoffs? You kidding? Me? I, I listen, man. I, I, I do I have that? I do. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. I. You kidding me? I. You know. I don't know what to say. I mean, I fi- I figured the team would win to be to be blunt. I figured they would do it just because, you know, you're playing a Ravens team without their backups. They were not playing, they were not starting uh Lamar Jackson. They had Tyler Huntley, who I think is a solid backup. Uh they were they were playing their backups still Pittsburgh came in and did what they had to do. Uh Mason Rudolph continue I don't know if it's just he's just he's just feeling great, but 90% of his passes were completed in this game for one touchdown to Deontay Johnson. He has completed 74% of his passes over the last three games with three touchdowns. I'm, I don't know what happened with Mason Rudolph, but Mason just said, I'm going to go off. And um, I don't know if he'll stay hot, but Pittsburgh won this game. And, of course, the scenario was it had to be a Jacksonville loss or a Bills loss or both. They would be in the playoffs no matter what. Jacksonville was cursed by the terrible towel. Zeus, did I, I don't know if I told you about this. There oh, is a, There is a – they messed with the terrible towel. And this has happened to Lendale White on the 2008 Titans. This has happened – this is the third time it's happened to Jacksonville. They did it in 2007. They did it in 2006, I want six or five, whatever the hell. They did it in 2014, and they did it again. 
When will these people, when will they learn? You don't mess with Myron Cope's terrible towel. You just don't fuck with, with our towel. Uh, How many times do we have to <laughs> teach you this lesson, old man? man. <laughs> Consider, you know, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just going to point this out, man. I, they fuck with the terrible towel. Get fucked. They are Jacksonville's out of the play, which is fucking crazy considering we had them as a playoff contender earlier in the year. Nonetheless, I'm happy with this win. You know, Pittsburgh played well. I'm liking the maturity on some of these guys. You know, George Pickett only had one, only ran the ball once, did not get a pass. He was happy and enjoying the time of his teammates. He has matured wonderfully. The team mm -hmm. is playing great. I don't know if they'll beat Buffalo. We'll talk about that later on. I don't know if they'll beat Buffalo, but I'll tell you one thing right now. This team is playing hot, and sometimes it just takes getting hot at that right moment. That's right. Just and, ask the Giants from 2007. Yep, yeah, and, and they're getting hot at the right moment. TJ Watt is out, but they got we have a clone of him and Nick Herbig. It's going to be just fine. It, it's it's, it's going to be just fine. It's going to be just fine. Let's uh, go. Let's go. <laughs> so... I gotta ask you, man. What what happened with the Dolphins, man? What 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 happened, man? Talk to me. What happened? What happened? Well, um, narratives was what happened. Mm -hmm. Um, disgusting, repetitive, like clockwork narratives. Um, even though we do have a better record this year than last year in December, it was mm -hmm. still typical December slash January football for the Miami Dolphins. Mm -hmm. We're just so freaking banged up. So it's just. The team's not playing is not being able to play complete games. Mm -hmm. And in this case, it's just the offense once again fell asleep. The defense, the more injured unit than the offense right now, um, they showed up. Like they they forced Josh Allen to make enough mistakes to lose that game. Buffalo was doing everything they could to lose that game. We only allowed two offensive touchdowns. And yeah, granted, fluke um punt return touchdown. Um, so I'm pretty sure our special teams guys get fired. Um, oh, at, yeah. It's here. Yeah, he should be gone. But <laughs> um, yeah, like it's just one of those things where I look back and it's I didn't watch the game. Like, I saw the highlights afterwards, but okay. the more I saw him like, oh, my goodness, this, this, this is the Dolphins team that I feared would be. And we're in we're once again, I hate to admit it, we're once again in the crossroads. I don't know if we're a good team or a good franchise right now because. Mm hmm. This coaching hire is being compared a lot to Adam Gase. Pure offensive genius, except he's way more likable than Gase was. Mm -hmm. So, um, McDaniel, man, you have all the pieces, you have the tools, you have the players buying into you. Why in the fuck are you not running the football, my dude? A-Chan and Jeff Wilson have torched defenses all year. We've made the Buffalo defense not look good, able to stop the run. And that was what carried our momentum in the first half to get to two touchdowns. So why are we just going away from that and then have some of the most pitiful offensive drives I've ever seen from this Miami team? This is explosive? Well, the narrative's coming true that we're only explosive against bad teams. And Tua, my God, dude. Tua, my dude. Mm. First of all, you had a whole year of being healthy, so congrats on that. Like, you're, you're more durable. He did, he did good. He stayed healthy. And I mean, I figured, hey, if Tua stays healthy... They're gonna, yeah. they're gonna, they're gonna be chance. good. They're gonna be good. Yeah. But my dude, two up. Why do you force these passes into triple coverage? Why do you make some boneheaded plays and force the ball to Tyreek? Um, it's I'm not sure if it's a coaching thing or it's just bad habits developed by Tua. But mm -hmm. um, the ways performed these past three weeks, 
Now, granted, he did he did good in the Cowboys game, but then laying an egg in, in the in the in Baltimore, and then going home and laying another egg with bad interceptions, um, poor decisions, um, getting sacked. It's it's um I don't I don't know, man. Like Tua and Trevor Lawrence are right now on the same level, and with Trevor Lawrence, obviously he got hurt, but he didn't do enough to get his team into the playoffs and look pretty bad. Tua is in that same boat where it's like, okay, we've had four years, of three and a half years of this guy, and now that he's finally healthy, where is he going to take us? Mm-hmm. Um, and I hate to say it, but as much as I support him, I don't know if I trust Tua in a late-game situation. I think if we're going to win with him, you're going to have to like take the ball out of his hands and trust in a running game and hope on a play-action pass that Tua can make that throw. Because with Tua especially in this past month, I've noticed he struggles a lot with a lot of the fade and out routes. Mm-hmm. So anything outside the numbers, he overthrows or he's just off target. So um, that's something that's really concerning. It's also concerning that he stares down receivers more often than he should, which leads to his mind-numbing interceptions. So it's um, it was a big gut check. And I think the biggest thing of all is um, we were celebrating a division title five weeks too early. Um, we thought the Bills were done. Then they win five straight, and we drop three out of five. So it's um, it's very infuriating. It's more of the same, and I don't know what to, I don't know what to expect going into next week. Um, but I'm happy that the team played as hard as it did because mm-hmm. we had every reason to sit down and be blown out by our division rival. Um, but it it just hurts even more that we had every right and opportunity to win that game, and we just couldn't get it done. And yeah, I hate that the Bills own this franchise for the past because it feels like the Patriots sign a sale over again. Within our yeah, division. I get, can't that. Get over I get the hump. that. Yeah, I get that. I hate it. I, and I feel it. It's it's extremely frustrating. And I don't know. Um, I don't want to be here next year where I'm calling for McDaniel's head to be fired because we're getting the same results. Yeah. And now I'm having the question, is a season of failure success? And we're on we're on the hinge of it because I'll save next week. This is a failure of a season if we lose next week. I I don't care that we win two more wins. You fail to win the division. You choke at the end. You yeah. don't play smart football. And that's a damning thing against your stars and the franchise. For sure. For sure. Uh, you know, for sure, man. And I'll tell you this about Tua, you know. I think Mike McDaniel definitely is bringing a new... Uh, he's, he's de- I think Tua is developing pretty good with Mike McDaniel. There's one thing about Tua that I do like is that he's got great awareness and avoiding defenders has been pretty good. Problem is, is that, you know, one of the struggles that Tua has is when defenses keep him in the pocket for a long period of time and he's going through his progressions, not able to find anything downfield, he's screwed. He is screwed. Though McDaniel's done a great job. You know, you got guys like Tyler and Jalen Waddle. The only thing I would say that I've noticed about the Dolphins, just, just from an outsider's perspective, just as 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 your co-host, of course, you know you got Tyree, you got Jalen Waddle, but who's your big third target? That would be my big thing. Like I'm looking at the numbers right now. Tyreek's over 100 receiving receptions, 1700 yards, 13 tugs. Waddle, 72 receptions, 1000 yards, four touchdowns. After that, you see a huge drop with Durham Smythe, 43, 35 receptions, 366 yards. So you see a big drop, and I think. Just from what I'm noticed about your team, like you got you got two really good targets right there. But when you think about it, 
some of those really great quarterbacks had didn't just have those two. They had another, like an extra guy. Like, does he have to be like a big expensive target, but a guy you get and boom. I think yeah, personally I don't think I don't think a receiving core is much the problem. I think the scheming is because ah. Durham Smythe Durham Smythe does get open. Yeah. I've seen film breakdown where Barrio, Smythe, even Craycraft, they do get open. But um yeah, it'd just be a luxury pick that we pick up a elite wide receiver. Yeah. A wide receiver in in the draft next year is gonna be pretty stacked. So there's pretty good just stuff. Like, just like our um just like our stud in Achan um tearing up defenses and he's just a young buck getting out there. Um I mean that gives me hope, but at the same time it's like when it when is when are we gonna be in this spot again as a as a franchise? Where we had the bills where we want them, they're about to go into cap hell. Um and now we have the Patriots likely gonna get a franchise quarterback and the Jets with Aaron Rodgers next year and maybe some pieces, like this is why I'm I'm very disappointed because there's no guarantee. This was our best shot to win the division and we blew it. Of course. So yeah. Um Win a playoff game, or I'm going to have serious concern. I, but I feel that's that. where we're at. I feel that for Trace. was hoping the best for the Dolphins. They will travel to Kansas City in the wild card, take on the Chiefs, who I'm we none of us expected would be at this position, honestly. But we'll talk about that uh, later on. Uh, lots of big games that we had. Uh, Zeus, the Texans uh, beat the Colts 23-19. Uh, great game by both teams. Uh, the Colts had a good drive going, however, on fourth down. Uh, Gardner Minshew chucked it to his running back, and it was an easy first down. However, he bobbled the ball. It was Goodson, and after taking an intentional safety, uh, Houston won 23-19. So they're going to the playoffs. A huge turnaround for the Texans. Yeah, well-deserved. They're definitely the story. And, again... Narratives aside, um, that's just one of the things where, you know, where, where does coaching and the QB take you? Um, yeah. Again, with Tua, it's like, we had him for four years, so this is <laughs> this is going to be such an important game. We'll get to it. But anyways, for sure, for sure. Uh, Jaguars, of course, we mentioned, they collapsed against the Titans 28-20. to uh, what a big fall for the Jaguars! I don't think I just don't know what it's. It's the coach, the coach, the terrible towel. It's the it's the coach, the coach, it's the terrible curse. towel. It's a curse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a curse. yeah. Uh, Buccaneers clinched the NFC South with a nine nothing win over the Panthers. How about those Buccaneers? Baker Mayfield uh, getting it done. Packers take down the Bears. 17 to 9. The Packers have clinched a playoff berth behind the arm of their quarterback, Jordan Love, who made his first year starting. And you know, he had his struggles this year, but he pulled through. I'll tell you what, he he put he put up some good numbers this year. Yeah. Um, I think they found their quarterback, which is gonna piss off the rest of the NFC North. Oh <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah, agreed, agreed, agreed. Like um because I remember someone talking about, like, this this Lions fan that I know in my Discord. Uh, he was talking about how, oh, there's they're not they're not going to have anybody. What, the, the Lions easily are going to the division. I'm like, let's hold up now. Jordan Love, I think, is going to be pretty solid this year. And he, he did good. He did good. He did good. Yeah, he, he did good. Uh, other thing that really happened, and we'll get into the coach situation, but there was a bit of drama. In the Saints-Falcons game, 
Saints get the win uh, 48-17. However, Arthur Smith was not happy as instead of taking the knee, the Saints hand it off to Jamal Williams, who scores. Arthur Smith was furious with the head coach of the Saints saying that is bullshit and was not happy. Uh, Saints do not win the division, though, but we'll talk about Arthur in a second. The other big game, Philadelphia. What has happened to the Philadelphia Eagles? At this, at one point, Zeus, this team was 11, this 10 and 1. They are 11 right. and 6. What has happened? <laughs> Failure. Overconfidence. The, the, beating the Chiefs again was their Super Bowl. Um, their coach was on social media celebrating the tunnel after the fact. Gained quite the notoriety. And look where they got them. Now, um, we'll get to playoff preview, but the Eagles do not look lead anymore. They look like a pretty above average team. Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, that's the big thing right there. Uh, Rams get the win over the Niners to clinch the NFC's sixth seed. Cowboys over the Commanders 38-10. to uh, Those were your big games for the most part uh, last week. Uh, Zeus, though, we it was a rough, rough day for some head coaches, though. Uh, Arthur Smith, hours after blowing up at uh, the New Orleans Saints, he was let go by the Falcons, a decision that I can understand. Uh, there wasn't much progression or change with that system, so Arthur Smith gets the boot. Ron Rivera fired in Washington. I think Ron Rivera is a solid head coach, Zeus, but he wasn't a... Uh, hired by their current owner Josh Harris, he was a hire by Daniel Snyder. So I could I could understand letting him go. Uh, right. We do have some breaking news though. Uh, very big that happened just we were going to go live. Pete Carroll will no longer be the Seattle Seahawks head coach. One that I was not expecting. Uh, he will step down and serve as a team advisor for Pete Carroll. It's been. 14 seasons, 10 playoff appearances, and and Seattle's lone Super Bowl title uh, as his resume. And I tell you what, what a journey for Pete Carroll. You know, Pete Carroll uh, had a rough couple years coaching with the Jets and the Patriots. And he became, he initially, Zeus, he was on a list of coaches that, quote, belonged in college. And look at what happened to him. He came back with the Seattle Seahawks after coaching at leading USC. Look at what happened. Look at what happened to him. He became pretty good. Yeah, he sure did. And he's definitely a great coach. So maybe it was just, uh, maybe it was time. So I'm not too shocked with Pete Carroll. Mm -hmm. um, but there's there's such a, a void of good coaches or good coaching potential in this day and age. So we'll see what the Seahawks do. But it seems like they're like, we'll just embrace um, a new direction. Maybe we'll get a good hire. Maybe, I don't know, they might be looking at, hey, uh, Harbaugh from Michigan. <laughs> That's it. That, that, maybe, maybe, maybe maybe a fucking Carolina, but I don't think Harbaugh's going to go to fucking Carolina, dude. <laughs> no way. Oh, no. Oh. If Harbaugh's going anywhere, it'd be to, like, the Chargers or, um, I'd say, Seattle or, dare I say, New England, but Ooh. we'll see. We'll see, of course. No news on Belichick uh, out as the Patriots head coach. There is a shocking one that I kind of was surprised by. Uh, Mike Vrabel was let go by the Tennessee Titans. Uh, he finished the year six and eleven, but I mean, 
I wouldn't say that this is a Mike, uh, Mike Vrabel was the reason that they struggled. Vrabel uh, completed, had three really good seasons, 2019 and 2021, where he led the Titans to the 2017, 2019 AFC title game. I don't like this move. And I think it's a, it's a power struggle issue. I, I think it's one of those things where he was fighting for power with general manager Rand Carthon, and he lost the power struggle. And one guy had to go, and they decided, hey, it's gone stale. It's going. We're going to go with a different direction. But it's like, I think he'll get on his feet, though. It's it's a bad fire, I think, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, it's the coaching carousel all over again. Oh, we have yeah. five coaches out. Uh, no, six coaches out at this point. Yep. Belichick might be the seventh. He could. He could. Uh, from what I understand, this is what I heard off a of first take when I was doing the dishes yesterday, but they are supposed to have a meeting. Him and Robert Kraft are going to have a meeting. <laughs> and we'll see what happens next. I don't think he could do what uh, Bruce Arians or what Pete Carroll's done, which is now they're going to go to be an advisor. But I don't think Belichick would want to just be like, I'm going to stop coaching, but I'm going to still be the GM. Kind of like um, his mentor, Parcells. He could do that, but I don't think that's something he would do. Um, it'll be unique to see uh, what happens next. Patriots do have a high draft pick, and they could get themselves on their hands on a good QB. On to next week, and it is the wild card weekend. I love we're at the playoffs. P- playoffs. Yeah. So let's see briefly how we did as far as our ranking. Oh, certainly. Or at least our, our picture. Certainly. So for me, um, I've gotten every team correct but the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Jaguars instead were replaced by the Steelers. So you were right. Uh, but <laughs> instead of putting the Bills in your thing, you had the Jaguars. So we were both high in the Jaguars. Yeah. And guess what ended up happening to them? They were bounced out. Coast hurts um, the towel, baby. Yep. And the Chiefs somehow not the number one seed this year. So that's, congrats to the Ravens. Yeah, it's crazy to me when you think about it. Like the the Chiefs, we all were like, yeah, Chiefs are gonna run away with this one. But then, nope. Like, oh my god. And I'm glad because finally we'll get to see how elite and dynastic they really are if they have to go or when they go on the road twice this year. Oh, yeah. Um, my fans have something to say about that. But we'll that see. is true. That is true. So the NFC, um, I actually got five of the seven because I had none of us had faith in the Bucks. We were all in on the Saints. Who yeah. Made it in. And the Seahawks. So, no, I only got four right. The Vikings. Yeah, meltdown that was. We, I think with the Vikings, man, I think it was injuries. Like from the first game where Justin Jefferson was gonna miss some time, and then Kirk Cousins got out, and then they went, they got with Jared Hall, but then it was the Pastrodot that stepped up. And I think this is how I see it, man. I think injuries really, really impacted how that team played. Um, they finished the year seven and ten. I think they'll get a good draft back, and we'll see what happens. We'll see if you know. Dare I say, they go and get something good in the draft. Uh, we'll see what happens, but um, I think they got they some good. Still ride for cousins. Yep. They should really. They should still ride with them. I agree. I like Kirk though. I people want to hate on Kirk Cousins, but if you consider that he was a he's been a, he's a late he's a third day draft pick, and he's turned he's had a really good career. When you, if you look at all of his stuff. He has turned into a good career. The question is, he's a unrestricted free agent, so we'll see what if they re-sign him. 
Uh, they should have a pretty good... They have the 11th overall pick next year. We'll see what the Vikings uh, do uh, this next season. But I think I think with that team, when when they, when they J.H. Jefferson got hurt and Kirko got hurt, it was going to be a rough time. You're right. All right, on to Wild Card Weekend. That's Let's do right. this. All right, let's go into it. Pittsburgh and the Bills. T- no, T.J. Watt is bad, but I mentioned this. Uh, we got a... Got a clone of T.J. Watt. His name is Nick Herbig. Went to the same school and was that is the Wisconsin Badgers. Um, you know, you asked me about Pittsburgh and the wild card a couple weeks prior. I would have been like, "This, I, I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know," because Pittsburgh and the playoffs. All right, people don't bring this up enough. People want to say, "Oh, Mike Tomlin's great, Manny. Mike Tomlin's great. He's never had a losing," which is very true. And I like that. I thought that he's 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 been consistent. His playoff record, Zeus. He has not won a playoff game since 2016. And if if they lose his game, dare I say, the media needs to get on that more cuz it's like, yes, you have not had a losing se- losing season ever in your career. You have not won a playoff game since 2016. So it's like you gotta, you gotta get it. To quote Stephen A, you have got to get it done. You've got to get it done. Honestly, with how else he's playing, I think they could. The spread yeah. is pretty high. To to my surprise, I know the Bills are good, but the spread is very high for this matchup. And dare I say, with the playoffs this year, every team is beatable. That's right. There's no juggernaut. Um, even the, even the one seeds, um, when we, when we start talking about them next yeah. week, but, um, yeah, um, the playoffs are the most unpredictable thing ever. Um, last, last year was an apparition where both one seeds made it, but typically the one seeds do actually get knocked off. But a lot of times it might be another division winner or the rare wild card ascension to the throne. So we will see. Um, but yeah, I, I do think the, the spread's a bit ridiculous. I think the Bills are very beatable. Ten? Um, it's just that everyone's infatuated the Bills for completing the Finns' collapse. But um, Josh Allen has a bad bad habit of just disappearing in big games mm-hmm. and making the dumbest mistakes. So really, it's just we'll see how the Steelers on offense can handle the Bills' defense because the Bills' defense is still pretty stout, even with their injuries. Um, so we'll see how Mason Rudolph um, can handle um, high pressure situations in the weather. Yes. Yeah. No offense, as good as Mason Rudolph, Mason Rudolph has been, I yep. still think you guys should still be in the market for a quarterback next year. And mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know what what you'll find, but I do think that's a that is something you have to seriously consider and invest in. Of course, I mean, I mean, he could, he might not be a long term guy to begin with. He could be like. A- Mark Rippon, where Mark Rippon got hot for Washington back in the 90s and just rode that way with Super Bowl. We'll see what happens, man. Uh, for your Finns, though, they again, they got the Kansas City Chiefs. going to be a cold one in at Arrowhead Stadium for the for the Dolphins. Uh, they are looking to end, of course, a 23 uh, season or 22 season, 23 season, 24 now, if you want to count that. A uh, playoff losing uh, playoff losing streak. Their last playoff win was the 2000 AFC wildcard game. And that was a overtime win against the Indianapolis Colts. So how are you feeling going into this match? The Chiefs are beatable this year. Yeah, so if you were to ask me right after the Bills game, I would say negative percent chance we win this game. Um, 
I don't trust any any sort. I'm gonna let my negativity fester. Um, but the more I stepped away from the hurt of that um, that loss and the collapse to this, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not confident, but I say we do have a shot. And if this is the week where we see McDaniel mature and do things differently than the norm, that costs us the vision. Uh-huh. If he can lean on the run because it's going to be hella bad in Arrowhead where passing the ball is going to suck. So if the Dolphins can dominate the, on, on the ground and just have two make short passes and work your speed that way um, instead of forcing it downfield in tight coverage where a tip ball could be easily intercepted, then yes, um, I think the Dolphins can get out to an early lead. And I think the defense, um, as banged up as it is, we did get pick up a couple of key pass rushers off the waiver wire, including um, I forget his name, but someone from the Ravens that's really good. Um, so that should definitely help our depleted pass rush. Um, and all we really, all we really need is just to have Mahomes run around. Um, since as good as he is, like his receivers can't catch crap, and in cold weather that ball is hard as a rock. So if they're having trouble catching balls, then it's gonna be worse for them now. So. But the reason why I'm still pessimistic and why I think Miami will lose this weekend um, is just that playoff experience. Mm-hmm. We have not seen how Tua rises up, and then every every time he's been asked to rise up, he's made a boneheaded play, turned the ball over, and show that he's not ready. So um, it's, it's this is going to be a, a, a mental chess game, and that's why it's really easy. And I think expect to trust the Chiefs that they're going to pull out with a win, but it should be a close game. I think it's going to be entertaining. I think the Finns can certainly uh, punch and punish um, the Chiefs in the mouth. And Tyreek, this is his chance to really um, stick it to the team that didn't want to pay him. So um, I hope that the Dolphins um, shake off um, the poor month that was before and rise up. Because, again, if they beat the Chiefs, a successful season indeed. I don't care what happens at Baltimore. It's just window dressing at that point. But they got to win this game. Like, please, to silence some of the narratives and have some positivity into next year, you need to win this playoff game. So, I'll definitely be watching, but, you know, I'm still not hopeful. Um, I think I think we'll lose, but I think we'll, we'll give a good fight. And that's what I want to see. I feel that. I, I feel that, my friend. Overall, you know, I think it's going to be a fun wild card week. Lots of storylines, you know. You got... The Texans and the Browns. The Browns are in the playoffs. Of course, they rode hot on Joe Flacco. Texans been riding high on their rookie quarterback in C.J. Stroud. Uh, that should be really good. We'll see who can emerge uh, in that contest. One that I got my eye on, though, is Cowboys yeah. and Packers. Oh, the, yeah. The, 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 the last two times these two teams have met in the playoffs, of course, you have the Des Cotton game, which he did, by the way. You had the Des Cotton game, and you had the last the last time they faced the playoffs was in a game in which uh, the Packers won a game-winning 51-yard field goal through Jericho, a 36-yard bomb from Aaron Rodgers. So, on third and 22. Uh, so, overall, like, they've had some great matchups. The Cowboys have not beaten the Packers since 2016. Uh, I love those matchups, Zeus. But what what was there a wild card matchup that you are got your eye on, my man? 
Yeah, and that's definitely um, the Rams at the Lions. I think Ooh. that's got the most juice of storyline potential. Um, we have a Super Bowl winning quarterback that wasted most of his career in Detroit, won a Super Bowl with LA, now coming back to maybe ruin where he where he came from. So and for the Lions, like you it took them so long to get back to this point. Mm-hmm. It'd be devastating if they go one and done. So Oof. I'm obviously gonna be a big Lions fan here. Please um, get over those demons and make a deep playoff run. Um, but I would not be surprised if the Rams, as hot as they are, come in here and play spoiler and make I, a lot of eager fan bases cry um, over this result. I would, I'm in the same boat as you. I would love to see it myself. The last playoff win uh, for Detroit was in 1990, the 1991 NFL season in which they beat the Dallas Cowboys 38-6. However, then they Man. felt they ran into the Washington machine, and Washington was a beast in the 90s. Who then beat the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl that year? That was the year, of course, the NFC just dominated the Bills every year. So, you know, Detroit has been snake bit. I, uh, there's a housemate of mine, a huge Lions fan. He has told me like he was like seven years old when they last won the uh, division. Wow. So I know if there's one thing that this that this poor franchise has needed for so long, it's a playoff win. It's a playoff win, Zeus. But but say Zeus. When, when 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 they last won a playoff game, we didn't have texting. We didn't have anything like that. So it's it's gonna be it's it's so much has changed in 32 years that it's been since the Detroit Lions won a playoff game. I would like to see them get it done, because uh, that fan base needs it. They so desperately need. It. They've had so much heartbreak, defeat over the years from that NS title game to. The wild card game that they've had over the past uh, 32 years, man. Oh, yeah. And I thought my Dolphins were needy, but the Lions definitely had it worse. They've been cursed, I feel, you know. Uh, The other big playoff game is on Monday night as the Eagles and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, duke it out on Monday night. Uh, Earlier this year, the Eagles beat the Buccaneers 25-11 to in what what we know as a scoregami. That's never happened before. this team, this this feels different though. The Eagles have looked shaky, and the Bucks, you know, they may not have the guy and coach and the guy head coach and Todd Bowles, but they have, but they have won. They look at it five out of their last uh, six games. So one team is really really hot, and the other team has been really really shaky. Yep, and we'll certainly get to predictions in our pick'em since we're gonna discuss oh, yeah. lines real quick. Um, but yeah. Uh, for the Bucks, um, they were on the verge of firing their coach, and now they have reason to probably keep. And be- I'd say for them, they should build their own Baker Mayfield. They should, um, yeah, get more pieces, um, build the roster, get younger. Um, Baker's not the long term answer, but he certainly is very serviceable, and he can certainly um, get your set of a QB that he can, um, basically groom into the next elite guy. So I yeah. think the Bucks, it's important to stay the ship and not overreact. So hopefully, with the, if they get the playoff win of the Eagles, my goodness, that's even more reason. Oh, for sure. But for the Eagles, it's like ooh, to go from Super Bowl appearance to maybe one and done. Uh, that's terrifying. That's a, it's it's going to be rough. And I'll tell you this about Baker. You mentioned Baker, man. I think personally, Baker is starting to show again. When he was getting compared in the draft, a lot of people compared his uh, player profile to Drew Brees, and as we know. Drew Brees took a little bit to get going. It took him going. It took him 
going to a different team in the New Orleans Saints to really show what he could do. So it'll be unique to see if the ride continues uh, for Baker Mayfield and the Buccaneers or if it ends right here or if the Eagles become just a joke after going to the Super Bowl and being one and done. Yeah, like... That fan base is certainly going to overreact if they do go one and done. Oh my god! Because that would make them one in six in the final seven games of the season, That's... and with some really bad losses. Oh, insanely so. bad losses! Why yeah. don't we jump right into the pick'em as a whole? Let's first go last week. Last week, Zeus, you went two and one with the Texans and the Eagles game correctly. Did not get the Dolphins game right. Therefore, you have finished the regular season with a record of 27 and 26. Yeah. Uh, there you, 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 let's go. You did it. You did it. You did it, man. So, regular season, you finished 27 26. Good stuff. I got all three pick games here at the Raiders, Bucks, and Steelers game. Thank you. I told you I'd get this pick right with the Steelers. So I finish the regular season with the record of, I have to read this record out just for everyone to enjoy, 24, 25, and 3. Not exactly 500, but I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Maybe the three pushes would count as the equalizer. Maybe. How about that? Now, <laughs> how are we doing this for the playoffs, my friend? How are we? Are we picking three again? or? Yeah, we're just we're going all oh, three. We're sounds good. Games. Sounds good. Let's do it, man. So... So that means obviously we're gonna one of us is gonna pick one another. Yep. Uh, that's right. So I am going to look at Cleveland at the Texans. Like the very first playoff game. I like that. I like on that. On NBC. And it's the Texans home debut. But the Browns, the Flacco Sons have their QB ready to make a run. And they're favored by two and a half. So a lot of playoff games are definitely gonna come to probably three points or less. Because we're in this time of year. Everyone's playing for their lives. So I do think as explosive as the Texans have been, I still think the playoff atmosphere is going to be too much. And I do think the Browns will find a way to get it done. And even on the road at the Texans, I do think the Browns and their defense are going to uh, not embarrass, but absolutely um, do just enough to um, get that win and move on to most likely face the Ravens next week. And, hey, I'd like that playoff matchup. That's a playoff matchup we have not seen. The team that Cleveland, the, the Browns that were ripped away from Cleveland and became the Ravens battling the new, battling the Browns in its current incarnation. I would uh, really, really enjoy that. I, I would. Uh, yeah. I, I'm going to go to the Detroit Lions and the Rams game, the wild card. Uh, I've I've picked I have really been big on the Lions this year. The Rams have got some great talent. I like Puka Nakua. They definitely have guys there, and I think that they've rebounded pretty good. We knew that there were stories about uh, Matt Stafford having to print out a book of people's faces so we could remember their names because everyone was quote in their phones. Um, I think there's just I know it the, the, the spread is close and it will be close. I think. Matt Safford's going to play them pretty good. I think the Rams will play them pretty good. However, I think Detroit fans, I personally think this, they'll be able to finally get a playoff win. I think they can beat the Rams. I think that they can do it. 
I like it. Yeah, I know that's going to be the common upset pick, the Rams or the Lions, but I hope you're right. And Same. I, I do agree. I think this, this is their time. For sure. Lions can easily make it to the NC Championship game. Oh. Um, they have the talent. Agreed. But will, will that defense falter? Will it not? Who knows? Oh, yeah. Big, big who knows. So I want to stick with the NFC for this one. Oh. And I'm looking at Monday night's um, game with the Eagles and Bucks. So I'm going to go in this case, let's see. The, the Eagles are favored by three, just three. Um, and the Bucks, three. Um, they're the home dogs, but rightfully so because of tank division, winners of the worst division. Um, Man, do I really want to dogpile on the Eagles here? Do you really want to? I mean, the the Bucks have been the Bucks again have won five of their last six. Eagles have lost five of their last six. Yeah, but the Eagles have playoff experience, and the that Bucks too. don't. But they are at home, and they already did play each other earlier this season. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna take the plunge. Sorry, Eagles oh. fans, but I think you are gonna complete the collapse. One and done. The Bucks are going to take care of business. And as underdogs, they're just going to outright win this game. I don't know how. Even if what, they're going to outright win or they're going to make the Eagles sweat harder than they ever sweated before and just win by like two or one. So give me the Bucks to cover. or But I'm going to say it, they're going to outright win. I think they're going to outright, outright win mm-hmm. and really send shockwaves through the NFC playoffs. And then get destroyed at 49ers again, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I'm going to stick NFC uh, as well, actually. And I'm going to go to the Cowboys-Packers game. Now, I'll tell you this right now, man. I I love these matchups, all right? Cowboys and Packers is a historic rivalry. We mentioned, oh, yeah. we mentioned the 2010s and the Dez Kotick game, but this rivalry goes back to the 60s. The 1960 NFL Championship, uh, you know, you go back to the very first Super Bowl, the Ice Bowl and Super Bowl II. You get, you, it, we're talking massive history here. The, we're talking huge history. Um, and there's a lot of it. Aikman making his first start against the Packers. Aaron Rodgers doing the same stuff. So you're seeing all kinds of great, great, great Great historical history with the with these two historic franchises. I know everyone wants a dog pile on the Cowboys, but this is a great. This is going to be a fun game. Now, do I think that we will we will be laughing at the at the Dallas Cowboys? The line is higher for this one, seven and a half. I'll tell you this right now. I yep. think the Packers are going to make it good. Will oh, they yeah. beat the Cowboys? The thing is. I even though I'm not a big fan of their head coach, I've not been a fan of their head coach. I think you know he's had two rough playoff losses. He's had to have learned something from those two losses. I think, I think Dallas will get a win over the Packers. I think just by the sheer might that they have, will they cover? That's the real question. I personally don't think so. I don't think they'll cover. Like, yes, the Packers may not be that crazy, but I don't think the Cowboys cover that seven and a half. I just think, just, just, just. You think it's going to be a shootout? I think it'll be a shootout. I know that the over-under is pretty good for this matchup too, but just thinking about this, you know, I think it's going to be a back-and-forth contest because look at what's happened. 
with the Dallas Cowboys in the playoffs. They've gotten some unlikely shootout. So I think it'll be a big shootout game between these two teams. They'll, I think the Cowboys will win. They're not covering, though. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a pretty high spread. And that leaves us with uh, games involving our teams here. <sighs> Dalton Chiefs or Steelers-Bills. What do you think? So, what, do you, what do you want to go for, man? So, I'm just going to stick with the team from last week. I want to pick for my team. Sure, go for um, it. Dolphins-Chiefs. Line is minus four right now. Um, I said I was pessimistic. Um, I don't have faith that this team will go in and win. But mm-hmm. um, I don't think the Chiefs are capable of scoring a lot of points either. So, I don't know, man. But it's just like, it scares me that they're rested. So, they're going to be ready to go. Maybe they might come out to the hot start and then just kind of coast. Man, do I want to be the pessimistic? No, I'm not. I'm going to take one last shot of Hopium, and I think the Finns are going to cover. Like, they might lose a heartbreaker because mm-hmm. I don't think they have the mental fortitude to go in there and win. But I swear if they do, I'm going to be the happiest fan come Monday. Oh, goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, as you should be. Yeah, first win in 24 years. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I, I think they'll keep it close. I think they'll be able to do that much and give me a little bit of hope. But... Yeah, uh, give well put the plus four to the Dolphins. So give me the Finns one last shot. Um, prove me wrong. Prove the narratives wrong. Get the win because they definitely can. They're not outclassed. They're not unmatched. The the champs are not as scary. So this is your shot. Mm-hmm. Um, because if they get this win, they're going to be juiced up, and they can certainly start making the Raven sweat for next week. Because I know for a fact they'll be juiced up and ready to um, extract some revenge from that beatdown. Um, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So, yeah, go Fins. Fins up. Short and sweet will be mine. A 10-point spread on the Pittsburgh Steelers. You you don't know Pittsburgh. We're going to shake back with the hand-shitting beer, and we're going to be hooting and hiring what, like Marin Cope used to when he was calling the Steelers game. A 10-point spread is ridiculous. Now, I'll That's tell you what. I'll tell you what. The Steelers are going to ride a Rudolph, and they are going to get their first win in the playoffs over the past couple players. They're not going to cover that spread. They aren't going to cover that spread. But I'll tell you right now, Pittsburgh is going to do the usual bullshit, and they are going to go to the Super Bowl. Maybe. <laughs> I have to wait. What? Wait, you said it does not cover? They do not cover. It's a 10-point spread. Wait, wait, wait. I'm confusing. No, I'm, ah, I am too tired. I'm confusing my stuff. I so you're saying that you're saying the Steelers are going to be blown out. That's what you're saying. No, I think they'll <laughs> win, but they're not going to cover that, that 10 point. They're not going to cover that. They're going to win that game. I think so they're going to win that game. You should put Buffalo here. Uh, maybe I should. Buffalo, that's right. That's right. Thank you. Yeah. I think Pittsburgh's going to win this game. I'd like to see. I to eject myself with some more of this opium. Because I want to see it. If not, you better, you better have some answers, Tomlin. You better have some answers, Tomlin. Well, I think playoffs, uh, blowouts are definitely rare in the playoffs. Yep. Um, it, every, every, every game is going to be close. So I, I honestly think the Steelers are just being slept on. Yeah. Um, will, will I think they win? No. But I do think that they're going to make the Bills um, really doubt themselves. Of course. They know this, this is their championship window shutting. Shutting close, so 
Um, I think they win by a field goal, but uh, it's going to be stressful in Buffalo. Oh, you believe it. Once again, buddy, I'll tell you right now, man, it's been a fun, fun time uh, covering, doing the NFL with you. You got any final thoughts for this show, my friend? Let the gauntlet and madness begin, man. New year, new playoffs. I have no idea who's going to make it to the Super Bowl, so let's hope every single game is entertaining. Uh, let's do it. Let's hope. Thank you once again for tuning in to Furries and Football, the 20th podcast we have done. Of course, you can check back all of our podcasts on furriesandfootball.podbean.com. And if you want to listen to the show while you're on the road, we are available on iHeartMedia, the Podbean app, where you can make your podcast for free darn good stuff. Go get on, go get on Podbean. We have a nice podcast, and we're also on Player FM. I am Manny Jones from my partner Zeus Pegasus. We will see you next week with some more news of the NFL. And until then, we are out.